Welcome to the FemStrong Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Riccolo. I'm a female business owner living in Reno, Nevada. I own a gym called Wolf Valley Performance with my business partner slash life partner slash boyfriend, Donnie, and we have two dogs together. But enough about me. This show is all about you. With this show, we hope to teach you incredible, life-changing things about your body, your mind, adventures, all the things, ladies. Our goal is to bring you topics that are not only going to educate you about you, but that will also empower you to take on the life that you want. We hope this show not only brings you knowledge and fascinating information, but also some concrete tools that you can implement in your life to create positive changes where you want to. We're going to learn some incredible things that we women just aren't taught most of the time from some absolutely phenomenal women doing phenomenal things. So, This show is for you and about you. I'm just your host. I'm just the one asking the questions to bring you knowledge and well-informed guests to help you explore yourself. I can't wait to get to know you. I can't wait for you to get to know you better via the FemStrong podcast. So let's get to it. What is up, FemStrong crew? Welcome back to the FemStrong podcast. Your host, Stacey Riccolo here. In today's episode, Katie Berigtold joins us for an interview with Ashley Amadzai. Ashley is a clairvoyant life coach who works primarily with female entrepreneurs, and she is so sweet. Today, we're going to talk about not only what Ashley does and how she helps women, but we're also going to talk about trauma, how trauma is stored in the body and how we can release that trauma, what we can do about it. So it's a great episode and I know you guys are going to love it. Katie takes the lead on this one and I get to hang out for the conversation. So it's a really good time. We had a lovely time, honestly, before we even got started recording. We hadn't formally met Ashley yet. We had only talked to her setting up the interview. And when she got here, we talked for over an hour just chatting before we even got down to business and recorded the episode. So we all had a lot of fun together. I hope you guys have as much fun listening to the episode and hanging out with us as we did hanging out with each other. And I hope that you get a lot out of it. Please hit us with your questions. I know you're going to love it. Let's get to it. Here's the show. Let's get started. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the FemStrong podcast. Hi, Stacy. Hello, Katie Bergtoll. <laughs> Hi, Ashley. Hello, hello. Um, so we're going to dive right in with some questions. Um, Ashley, I just wanted to start out by giving you the opportunity to tell us about yourself and a little bit about what you do. Thank you. Thank you. First of all, I'm so honored and grateful to be here. Thank you to everybody who is listening. Um, yes, my name is Ashley Amudzai. It's a tricky one. <laughs> um, a tricky one that we now know how to say. Yeah, because you gave yes. us the coolest trick. <laughs> <laughs> so I am a clairvoyant life coach and 
um, mindset manifestation mentor for high-performing female entrepreneurs and I specialize in releasing the suppressed emotions the trapped energy and the limiting belief that keep women playing small in both their life and their business um, I've worked with women for over eight years specifically with entrepreneurs and what I have found over and over again what holds them back in life especially is the suppressed emotions the trapped energies limiting beliefs it's the invisible the intangible like fear or guilt or anxiety or stress that keeps them from stepping into their power and for example yeah. with an entrepreneur if they want to get on that big stage and share their message in their heart nothing physical is stopping them it's their fear that maybe they won't be good enough or maybe they'll stumble or they'll get made fun of you know someone who wants to hit that big income goal it's not physical stopping them it's the guilt of what if they make too much money and somebody has something to say about it right. you know so that's what I do specifically with my clairvoyant abilities is diving in within the energy system and from a mindset perspective as well and releasing and clearing those blocks amazing, amazing. <laughs> so just it. for our listeners to give them a little more information can you talk to us a little more about energy systems and clairvoyance and kind of what those things are just so they have a good understanding yeah absolutely and there's so many layers to it <laughs> so I'll start with clairvoyance because um, this is one of my favorite things to talk about um, clairvoyance is the ability to see mental image pictures with your mind and with your mind's eye um, everybody's like oh that's so cool you're clairvoyant but the truth is everybody is clairvoyant if you have ever dreamed, right, you're falling asleep, but you see mental image pictures with your eyes closed. So where are you seeing that? You're seeing it with your mind's eye. So we are all clairvoyant. I just do it on purpose. Right. <laughs> um, and so I use that because with my clients and with anybody that I'm really working with, I'm able to do, when I set the intention, to do a... <laughs> a body scan of their energy system to see where are the blocks where are they holding um, consistent voltage or trauma within their space and yeah. how can we release that also I can see visions for clients so I don't do future for yeah future telling or fortune casting nothing like that um, but when someone is telling me about their dreams I can see that almost in an amplified version mm -hmm. and and I'm like well I see you doing this wearing this talking about this and this person's in the front row and they're like oh my gosh like that's my dad and that's exactly what he would say and exactly what he would wear yeah. so it's almost like breathing life into a dream oh, that they have that. and expanding 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 because what you believe about your reality is ultimately true mm -hmm. and again what is holding us back from achieving those huge giant dreams is invisible so what if we just move right past that and we're able to see that big vision for ourselves? the bottom line is that if we can see it then we can achieve it and we can make it happen in our space so right. that's clairvoyance that's also a little bit how energy works right, right? because energy is it's not physical it's not something that can like slap you in the face right but it's something that we feel into every day and we have a choice in how we utilize that energy. Are we gonna give our, our energy system away, our power away to somebody else? Are we gonna delegate that and say somebody has something negative to say? Are we gonna take their energy in our space and say, maybe that's true, maybe I believe that. You know, or are we going to give it back, return to sender, and say that's not for me anymore, and maintain our energy and our truth? Mm -hmm. So many layers, but that's a little that's touch on perfect. the surface. I love yeah. it. So you already did touch on this a little bit, but I would just be curious to know, in working with women, what are some of the most common blocks you see? Oh my gosh. Um, it's so unique per person, but it's a really exciting question because fear 
is a big one. And fear, when we break it down, uh, is false evidence appearing real. That's what it is. Fear is really an illusion. It can be our greatest um, advocate. I know it sounds kind of contradictory, but it can be our greatest advocate for what we are capable of, right? When I know when I'm about to do something that creates fear, Mm -hmm. I'm about to step into my next level. Because when out of your comfort becomes your zone, you're going to feel fear. You're going to feel uncomfortable, but it's telling us that we're getting closer to stepping into our purpose, to Mm -hmm. up-leveling, to whatever that is. So it can be a good thing Right, it can be a good indicator that you are stepping into something new and what's next as opposed to just staying comfortable. And that you're on the right track. Do you right. Know? I mean, yeah. if playing bigger is something you're interested right. in, which I yeah. think we all are deep down. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it doesn't always have to be this, like, horrible thing. We can see it for its, for its good. Yes. Like you're saying, yeah. All emotions. Mm-hmm. All emotions are, they're good. They're here to show up for a reason, to teach right. us a lesson. And they might be of high voltage, like guilt or fear, anxiety, stress, you know, like the you know, that nagging feeling of expectation, maybe you're not enough, or that worthiness. These are all things that women really uh, struggle with in particular. Um, But they're all here to teach us something, and we don't have to be afraid of them. We don't have to be afraid when the tears move through our our system or when we want to journal our thoughts. We don't have to be afraid of what's going to happen. And I've had this in my own life where I felt my emotions, and I was afraid of them because what if I stayed there? What if I stayed in that sadness? And the bottom line is that ener- emotion is energy in motion. Mm-hmm. So the energy is within you. We don't want that to be suppressed within our system where yeah. instead of vocalizing how we're feeling or suppressing our tears, all that energy gets stuck in our space. And yeah. we want to have a way for that to get out, not be afraid of it, let it loose, let it be free. Yeah. And many ways to do that, whether it's singing or dancing or working yeah. out, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Or speaking to a beautiful community of women, you know, like this and like mm-hmm. people in this audience, we want to connect with each other. Like a good point is like coming to the gym and connecting with, with fantastic people. So, yeah. um, Back to, to answering the question of what do people struggle with, fear, I think, is the foundation to sense. all of that. The fear yeah. to express our emotion, the fear to face it, the fear to look at it. Um, but it is false evidence appearing real, mm-hmm. right? So how, what can we learn from it? And we have two options when it comes to fear. We can forget everything and run, or we can face everything and rise. Oh, and that. that is a choice. That is yeah. a choice that we get to make as women. You know, sometimes when we're in the fetal position on the bathroom floor feeling our worst we still have a choice you're feeling the fear um, but it is an illusion do you want to forget everything and run or face everything and rise and when we truly remember who we are we lean towards facing everything and rise yeah <laughs> absolutely I like That's that amazing. so I want to talk now a little bit about how energy factors in with trauma and kind of what your definition of trauma would be because I think when you say that word people's minds automatically go to a place that maybe isn't what trauma actually is, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because I think it can be things that are maybe quote unquote smaller than people would typically label trauma, but that can affect our lives just as deeply. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to hear your breakdown on trauma and how that factors into Yeah. Things. Excellent question. That is a great question because it can be really offensive when you share your trauma with someone and they're like, oh, that's not a big deal. Yes. Or, you know, they're yeah. like, my, my grandmother died. And you're like, oh, I totally get it. My hamster died once. once. <laughs> and it's kind of just disempowering, you know, if we're not understanding what right. somebody else's trauma is. So not knowing the exact 
dictionary version of yeah. what that is, <laughs> sure. but okay, we want your version. Yeah. <laughs> but my definition of trauma is any um, any emotional voltage that or experience that causes distress in the body, mm-hmm. um, and it could whether. You know, I have a background of trauma with child abuse and neglect and abandonment. That was a lot of trauma. But my trauma isn't greater than or less than somebody who had this perfect dream life, but one time they fell in a pool and now they're afraid of water. That's still trauma because it created stress in the body. Mm-hmm. And I believe in Greek, like the root word of like trauma or trauma, um, it's, it's wound. That's the translation. And that's really what it is. It's a wound that we have that we are carrying in our space that affects how we see the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it can feel like this cage that we're in. And the lens of, from which we see out of that cage is going to determine our reality. Right. So it's the, it's the story that sometimes we can live in, you know, if we haven't moved through or if we haven't navigated right. that trauma left yet Um, it's the belief that we have that allows us to engage with the world so yeah but ultimately it's the the story and the voltage of something that we haven't moved through that still affects us today yeah that's perfect so what are some signs then that someone might be holding on to some trauma in the body because I don't know if you would agree but I think that there is maybe a lack of awareness for some people that that's even a thing that's occurring for them so Mm -hmm. how might one know that that's something that's impacting their life yeah Yeah. (laughs) another really great question that makes me smile because we're all walking around with trauma because again Mm -hmm. it could be something really small it's not small they're all equal right Mm -hmm. but like a breakup, right? That can yeah. lead to so much significant trauma yeah. to yeah. our parents making a comment about our body, right. to things that you would count as insignificant to yourself, mm-hmm. but that did have an impact on you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we can tell if we have trauma because it's how we respond to the world. So I think a great baseline is to ask ourselves with any experience that we have, any thought that we have is, did this thought come from love or did it come from fear? Mm-hmm. Because if we're experiencing the world from a place of love, then we're not blocked by trauma. Mm-hmm. But if we're experiencing it through feelings of fear, then there's mm-hmm. some sort of trauma there, most likely, yeah. right? So tying all of that back in. Um, and so also to notice how are we um, comparing ourselves to others or judging others? Because I know for me personally, um, I have a lot of trauma within my family and especially with the females in my family. And I remember being so upset with other people in college when they would talk about their mom you know my mom she baked me these cookies and brought them to my dorm room and I'm going home to see my mom or my family for Thanksgiving and it would tear my heart apart I was so angry at them I hated them in those moments because I was unhealed in my own trauma so you can tell if you have trauma because if you're not seeing the world through a lens of love then there's something that's blocking you and so it can be trauma which can be suppressed emotion um it could be trapped energies and limiting beliefs. Um, and for we could talk about those here on that podcast, but we it is what to. I yeah, good. I would love that. <laughs> it is what I specialize in, it is what I teach on. Um, but that's how you can tell. So um, even when we look at other other women, other men, that might be a great one. There might be um, a guy that is 
in your space and we look at that person with the assumption that this person's going to hurt us. This person's going to break my heart. This person, I can't trust him because that's just how men are. That's a sign of trauma. We're not seeing him through eyes of love and like giving him the benefit of the doubt to even know his name. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> we probably have some trauma and that's okay. We don't need to be afraid of the trauma. We need to be empowered enough to know it's part of our story mm-hmm. and it's part of our journey to navigate that because it's just one more step of our evolution to better ourselves um, in that space. And so, again, releasing the fear and just keeping it neutral and knowing that it's something that we can move through and navigate. Yeah, for sure. You talked about, like, trauma being stored in the body. You want to dig into that a little more? Totally, yeah. Any dis-ease in the body is going to manifest physically within our energy system. Right. Um, so this is where I get really, really Let's skinny. go. We're going, we're going woo-woo. Let's go. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it. I love it. Um, and this is like all due respect to any like medical profession and, and with the um, spiritual view of this is – So trapped energies, we have our own sacred space. Trapped energies, when other people's energy gets in our space. And so imagine like we have this aura, which Uh is measurable by science, that we have this energy Mm -hmm. body around us. Mm -hmm. And if somebody makes a rude comment and it enters our space, we might be in the shower and think about it. Or on the drive home, we're thinking about it. That's a sign of somebody else's energy being in our space. What we want to do is we want to release that so we're no yeah. longer available for other people's like stinking thinking to be in our space, right? Because <laughs> uh-huh. when you were a kid, when you were a kid, you believed that you could do anything. Yes. Like, right. like, I'm naked and look at my body and this is my <laughs> butt and watch me dance. Like, so free. You're the best. Yes. You're so, so free. free as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that is our truth and that is who we are and that's yeah. how we show up in the world. But then what happens is we have all these outside sources that, mm-hmm. you know, spew this stinking thinking into our space and then we believe it to be true for us so touching back with um the suppressed energies and trapped emotions and what was the question again (laughs) it was about trauma being stored in our body there we go yeah Yeah. ding 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 (laughs) (laughs) so anything outside of us that enters our um energy field if we don't take care of it and if we don't release it we don't navigate that emotion it becomes Mm -hmm. stored within the energy system so an example is women especially yeah we tend to be shushed right Mm -hmm. you want to sing at the top of your lungs think about your little kid and then you're like shh you're too loud i was shushed all the time and what happens? I sing really loudly, <laughs> really loudly. And what will happen is that energy that wants to be expressed in our system, we're going to bring it right in to our throat chakra. Mm-hmm. And what happens? Women mm-hmm. tend to have the most thyroid issues mm-hmm. because it's manifesting. The outside yeah. energy is manifesting within our body physically. Another example is heartbreak. Right? You mm-hmm. feel this, ugh, like the bleeding feeling in your chest, ugh. like acid. If you have heartbreak, yeah. Again, that's something intangible in our space that manifests physically within our heart. Mm-hmm. So, gr- people who are not willing to forgive or release grudges, they're more likely to experience heart conditions, yeah. heart problems. Absolutely. So then also if you get nervous before you give a big presentation or you compete in something, where do you feel that energy? In your solar plexus, in your intestines, which is why people have to like go to the bathroom or they feel nauseous or you feel butterflies. Mm -hmm. It's because that outside energy has manifested physically within our system. So touching back, sometimes that's our own emotion, right? Like, ooh, I feel nervous. That's mine. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes it's somebody else's energy that might be manifesting in our system. Um, Another thing, if, if people are 
feeling stressed out, like carrying the weight of the world on their shoulders, and they have so much that they have responsibility for, they're going to feel a lot of tension um, behind the neck and on their upper shoulders, Mm -hmm. as if carrying the weight of the world. If somebody is stressed out about money, you're going to notice a lot of lower back pain. So just different ideas where every body is different, so really respecting that, but those are typical areas where the energy can get trapped within our system. So it is so important to be moving our body. So we're releasing any of that energy. It's so important to be with your friends and to be in community so we can we can articulate and we can share what's really going on in our space. Because again, it's energy and motion is emotion. We need to translate that emotion into something that is positive, something that is being released so right, we can- allows it to move through you. Perfect, yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. So that leads right into what I wanted to ask you next. <laughs> so you did really well um, with telling us how to identify. So, you know, certain physical pains in the body, um, perhaps thinking of another person who maybe said something to you that wasn't the best and that's sticking with you is a clear indicator that it's someone else's energy. What are some um, really tangible ways we can start to release that and move through that? Mm-hmm. So anything that allows you to feel seen mm-hmm. and heard um, those are anything within those categories are going to be really helpful. But I would say most importantly is moving your body, mm. because that's why everyone feels really good after you do a fun dance class yes. or Zumba or yeah. CrossFit or you go party and you, you are moving your body to the music. Yeah. You're really you're sweating, like you're dancing, you're laughing. So you're that any of the trapped energies and emotions that are within your system, it really supports mm-hmm. in relieving those. We don't want numb, which is what you know we have these like right. addictive things that we can do to numb them out so we're not feeling our feelings but then we're just stuffing it and it's this emotional right. constipation it's so true <laughs> such a good yeah. way to put it I love it that. is and I think we too see so much of like we're all very much like pacified like if you're feeling any sort of negative emotion it's very easy to distract yourself grab your phone turn on the tv whatever get on social media yes. and we distract 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 and so then we never even notice that we have any anything that needs to be expressed because we're not allowing ourselves the space to identify anything yes and yeah. then we end up getting like we're so exhausted during the day and we can't right. figure out why well no wonder mm-hmm. you have this wet towel of unprocessed emotions that right. are just sitting in you it's like All weighing you down yeah. or you might have headaches right yeah. and you're like I can't figure out where this headache is coming from well who yeah. are you thinking about you know, yeah. who's seeping and mm-hmm. like withdrawing energy from you every time you think about this person and maybe it's toxic, you know, maybe it's unhealthy, yeah. maybe it's a conversation that's playing on a loop in your head. That's energy in motion that's just creating and manifesting this this yeah. pain in your mind, right? We really have to be mindful of that. So mm-hmm. not only moving your body, which is very important, you know, talking with friends, but also on an intimate level, you could journal because you can rip up the pages if you wanted. You can type it out on your computer and then delete it later. But what you want is that emotion to get out. So you're not only typing it kinesthetically, but visually you're you're honoring your feelings as well. Because most times I'll go back through my journal pages and say, wow, I have no idea, had no idea that's actually what I was feeling. That's what it was. And sometimes with depression and anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, which again, those are signs of trapped emotions. And those are, that's like, 
the biggest thing that we struggle with oh, as yes. women. Yes. Depression and anxiety. There's so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's unprocessed emotions. And that's why when we are meditating, when we are journaling, when we are moving our yeah. body, we tend to be not only healthier, but we tend to be more at peace. Because yeah. we're not allowing that energy to be stored within our system. Right. And right. instead we are expressing it. So yeah. journaling, being with friends, speaking it out, definitely moving your body. I would say those are the top ways that I would recommend yeah. for people to do that. And of course, there's like energy work and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, That's which great. we do want to talk more about too. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love how you said that though, like that you tend to be more at peace when you're doing these things because I think kind of the we fall into this trap that like we're supposed to feel happy or like we're supposed to feel like excited, happy, joyful, and like if you're not feeling that way, then something's wrong. Mm-hmm. When really, like a neutral, calm peace is an entirely pleasant place to be and it doesn't have to be like excited happy like skipping around type emotion for for that to be you know somewhere somewhere positive something positive too and that's so important to mention thank you for bringing that up because there is a toxic positivity absolutely that we have been taught Mm -hmm. that especially as women that we are tied together as a smile we are with a smile and we are prim and proper and perfect and you know you don't want that mascara running suck it up buttercup (laughs) that's kind of what we've been taught but we are really abandoning ourselves when we tuck away our emotions because they are here to tell us something to be we want to be a part of that conversation Mm -hmm. Um, and another great tool is to sit with your emotion maybe even crying at the end of your bed or crisscross on the ground and it takes seven minutes of courage in order to move through an emotion and just as you were saying Stacey like what we tend to do is numb we'll grab our phone we'll grab alcohol we'll do something but it will take seven minutes of courage and what I encourage anybody to do is to physically drop your head to your heart so you're dropping your chin down to your chest dropping your head to your heart and just sit with that emotion whatever it is allow it to be revealed allow it to come up and tell the story that it is meant to tell sit with it set your timer for seven minutes and allow that emotion to move through you if we continue to stuff it down it's never gonna tell us what we need to tell it it's kind of like a little kid sometimes where they tug on your arm hey 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 and you're like keep ignoring it I mean that's awful maybe it's a puppy that's still mean. Sorry. <laughs> and, and you keep ignoring it. He's going to keep tugging on your arm. But if you finally say, tell me, tell me what is it that you're struggling with? Tell yeah. me how can I help you? The kid's like, I just wanted a hug. You're mm-hmm. like, great. Give him a hug. And now he's on his way. True. And now you don't struggle with that emotion. It yeah. took... It's going to show up again in a different way, but it's also going to have a lesson for you. Mm -hmm. So being like a good preschool teacher would in this example, you say, hello, how can I help you? What are you here to tell me? You know, how can I support you and you and you? It's a completely different energy than what we've been taught, Mm -hmm. which is to suck it up and be pretty. And now we are the sickest generation that we have because we've been told that we have to suck it up and not express ourselves. And that's not Mm -hmm. true. And that's yeah. not our truth of this new wave of empowerment where we get to feel what we feel. We get to be who we want to be. We get to show up how we want to show up. And our mm-hmm. highest and truest voltage is not the mask that society has said we have to wear. The, our best and truest version of ourselves is when we honestly step into our power and we look inward and say, this is who I am. And together, this is who we are. That's beautiful. That. Yeah. I don't know if you would agree, but I think there's some unique challenges for us as women as well. For example, I think a lot of women 
sure there's the ways you distract yourself from feeling like the phone and things that we've talked about but I also think that some women are just so damn busy taking care of everybody else but themselves all day long (laughs) that they never have the opportunity to even stop and begin to think about what they're feeling so Mm -hmm. I think that that's a challenge too is how Mm -hmm. focused we are on like you said putting on the brave face taking care of everybody else and in doing that we do often neglect ourselves I think yeah and a great point because you know what's the solution for that if you are so busy and like I totally get that and it's kind of the same thing if someone's like I'm too busy to eat healthy it's like yes and we have a conscious choice are we going to take care of that because we know it's going to lead to the longevity of our life and it's going to make us feel better and give us more energy or are we going to continue to put it off you know who are we hurting by not taking uh, radical responsibility for our nutrition same thing with our energy health Mm -hmm. right like who are we hurting who is hurting in our space because we are not taking radical responsibility for that and we need to take just like we take space to eat and to ideally work out and move our body we want to do that and be with our family or our children we have these little pieces of the pie that are carved out Mm -hmm. Um, we also need to honor ourselves and carve out that time and maybe it's after the kids go to bed and you're in the shower you know and you're sobbing then like we'll fit it into our day right but it is very very important because um we're going to be more sick at the end of the day, whether, and a lot of us are very medicated, which I support medication. It's a great tool to support us, you know, when we need it most. And with that being said, a lot of us are numbing through medication, Yes, yeah, you know, and do, absolutely. if we spend time in our energy and just see what it needs from us, see how body, what mm-hmm. is it that you need to be supported in this moment? We spend time there. We're going to be saving ourselves lots of money and lots of time and right. lots of people that we're going to be hurting or avoiding or not available for because we're too exhausted at the end of the day we can't give anymore that's why we feel really busy right you're like I'm so exhausted I'm so tired like how can I give anymore it's like we need to manage our energy space right so that we can give more absolutely so much Mm um I'm curious and you can make this personal as it has related to you or you can go more general with all the women you've worked with but what would be kind of the benefit or some of the benefits of releasing that trauma like how can lives change as a result of doing this work yeah number one is you start seeing things through eyes of love and that's huge oh my gosh hello 2020 (laughs) but there's a whole lot of things (laughs) that you not feel love (laughs) yeah Yeah, like the whole wide world on every angle you know we are experiencing the most crazy things and we can choose to see that with like fear and in division you know republican versus democrat Mm -hmm. man versus woman black versus white and how are we going to view the world we have been elevated to a position such as this we are on this planet in 2020 for a reason in this body to make massive change now are we going to march forward for the sake of us and our children and generations to come uh being angry and fearful and operating from this place of trauma right where we're spewing hate Mm -hmm. right if people can hate for no reason they can certainly love for no reason right instead let's lead from that place of love and we we're going to be blocked for our through our growth and our ascension and our evolution if we hold on to the trauma So on a global scale, we're contributing to the collective consciousness, which is going to allow us to shift into that place of peace. You know, think about for us even, when I was, we had flip phones, we had pagers. (laughs) We were in the age of pagers. And now we have like full iPhones and phones on our watch. Like time is moving fast. This is not something to wait on or to put off for later. Like we need to heal ourselves so we can move forward and we can operate. We can speak truth from the 
healed space mm -hmm. rather than the wound. And so again, yeah, in Greek, that's the wound. That's what it is. We're right. going to heal that wound. And so the sooner we do, the sooner we honor it, the sooner that we are unavailable to stuff it away and abandon ourselves, we're actually going to listen to our inner child and listen to that, that wound and what is it that it actually needs to be healed, the world becomes a better place. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said that because I think, you know, with a lot of things happening right now, understandably people do feel anger in certain situations. And, and like you said, it's important to honor things and to process them but I really believe that when you come from trying to approach the change you want to see from a place of anger mm -hmm. I really think that only creates further division absolutely so I think what people don't realize is until we get to that place of love and we seek to make change from that place that's going to be the time when we can really mm -hmm. see the world become what we would all want it to be absolutely and it's like I actually posted this on social media the other day of I will love you before you're ready and I feel like, especially from a political perspective, is people are, we're experiencing this divide mm -hmm. and we don't want to be a divide. Like we want to be together. And a lot of that comes from unhealed um, trauma, right? Like we, we all are, we are all brothers and sisters, you know, no matter what it is. And we shouldn't be looking down on somebody. We shouldn't judging or comparing none of that things, none of those things because we're all together. And if we heal that space, we're not going to be angry with each other. We're going to say, I honor your differences and I honor right. your belief and mine's different. And that's okay mm -hmm. because like I've got brown hair, you know, other people have blonde, like that's okay to be different. You know, yeah. it's okay. I like vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> Some people like chocolate. It's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I love that so much. Yeah, I love that too. So we started to touch a little bit on energy work. I know that that is something that you do. That's something I know that Katie is also involved in that I personally don't have much experience in. So um, can you speak to that and kind of just deep dive, do your thing um, <laughs> and tell me all about it and like, tell me like, like what it looks like and everything. Tell yeah. me all the things. Yeah. So just like yeah. in any area or arena of life, there are many layers. I'm sure like, for example, fitness, you're like, yeah, I want to work out. Okay. Well now there's different types of working out and now there's nutrition to go with it. And now there's competitions you could do. You know, there's, you can go down, uh, more and more and more any aisle that you choose right, to walk absolutely. on. Same thing with spirituality yeah. where there's, you know, I have, I believe in a higher power. Okay. Now <laughs> how far down the rabbit hole are we going to go? <laughs> and I've gone pretty far down the rabbit hole. And then I've kind of come back to a place where I feel really comfortable. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of my background is that yeah. I have been, um, I always giggle when I say this, but it's how it is like professionally trained as a psychic. I've gone to the psychic Institute and I've worked with two of the top psychics in the world. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And learning how to hone my skills. Yeah. Um, I am a Reiki practitioner mm -hmm. and, uh, when I did my Reiki training that opened up so many of my psychic gateways and abilities. And I had always known that I was gifted, um, as a child, being able to read people's energy, to see auras, to see colors around people, to sometimes know what they were going to say before they said yeah. it. Did you say you see colors around people? Yeah. Well, do I have a color? Um, I can tune in to it. Um, well, I see gold around you right now because there's a, a black door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I, I can kind of turn it off and turn yeah. it on. So because Fabulous. some people, that's fine. I just have a particular color I'd like to be. And I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, we can cover that later. I don't know, I don't know my aura color. No, I'm 
Well, we actually have seven layers of our aura, oh. and so you can, yeah, so you're kind of all of the colors oh, okay. is usually what it is, but there is like an etheric body, which is what I really okay. tend to see, uh-huh. which is, um, and I could actually show you guys how to do it. We should do this after. That, sounds, that, that would be amazing. Yes. Really cool. We're the, on board The first that. time I ever did it, I, it, I cried. I was really scared because mm. I was like, ah, what is that? You know, yeah. when you're gifted with things, you don't really know what they are until mm-hmm. someone explains it to you. And that's yeah. kind of the life that I lived. And, um, this really interesting story when I first realized like, wow, I'm different. Yeah. Not only how I saw the world and I experienced it. Um, but I remember my mom, we lived on five acres in like the middle of nowhere. And my mom, she was riding her horse and she lost something really important. I feel like it was her glasses. I don't remember what it was, but it was something that would have been hard to find and it was really important to her. And um, she came home and she was really upset that she had lost them. And I said, it's okay, mom. Like I'll ask my magic bunny because I had a little bunny stuffed animal um, and he would tell me things. And so I just grabbed my stuffed animal and I was like, tell me where my mommy's, I think it was her glasses, um, where her glasses are. And so he led me right through all of the sagebrush, you know, five acres randomly and I found them, and then I brought them back. And I was like, Mom, wow. I, yeah. And your mom's like, I'm into this magic bunny. Let's keep this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what it was, you know, my mom was very, my mom is very, very psychic as well. And so it was kind of normalized as a kid. Um, and so I remember when I gave her the, I think it was her glasses. It was so yeah, long yeah. ago. I was probably like six. <laughs> oh. um, I gave them to her, and I saw her face, and her jaw dropped, and her eyes got big. And I was like, wow looking at me like that like I don't understand she's like how'd you find this like my magic bunny told me so that was just she didn't shame me for it you know she was like oh and I just thought everybody had that gift and ability it actually wasn't until I was an adult um that I realized wow I'm really different and I went to a psychic conference and they were talking about the different psychic gateways the way that you can receive information and um I was like, wow, I have all of those, you yeah. know? You were telling me about this on the phone, and I had never heard about any of this before. Like, I knew the so-so surface level, first layer of the onion, <laughs> about any of this. So I assume that for some of our listeners, they're not going to have they're not going to know what you're talking about either. So can you tell us yes. the different ways? Mm-hmm. Yes, this is fascinating. Yeah, yeah, this is one of my yeah my favorite topics too mm-hmm. because um, I want everybody to realize how powerful you are. You were, yeah. you were born this way. So... Um, as we've gone over, clairvoyance is the ability to see mental image pictures, and right. everybody's clairvoyant, and you have the choice to do it on purpose. If you want to think about that one time, the last time that you were at a lake, and you think about how you felt and what you were wearing, like you mm-hmm. automatically start seeing an image in your head mm-hmm. of that memory. That's clairvoyance. Um, then there's clairaudience, which is, that one's a crazy one. Uh, that's when you can hear psychic information like through your ears, it's usually on the outside. So I've had this happen a few times. I do have one guide that does talk to me and I'm not super into like angel work. Like I said, I've gone pretty far down the rabbit hole and I've come back <laughs> to this like safe space. Uh, but the first time I ever heard this, which is really crazy uh, considering what I do now professionally, um, I was at a conference for a network marketing company and we had 13,000 people in the arena. And there's this one beautiful woman in the middle and she was just giving this amazing, inspiring, like emotional talk. And I'm surrounded by women in this huge arena. And someone leans into my ear and says, you can do this. And it was a man's voice. And I whip my head around and my heart started like pounding because I was like, I know who I'm sitting next to. I'm in a a huge Vegas arena. There's no men and there's nobody around me. 
And I was like, that is the craziest thing. So I wrote it down on the top of my notebook, you can do this. And I had always wondered, like, what did that mean? Like, I could be a public speaker, or I could be an MVP mm. of this company. Like, what did that mean? Well, now today, I'm, you know, a best-selling author. I am a speaker. <laughs> I yeah, teach for yeah. masterminds. So I'm actually doing what this guide had told me I could do. And he yeah. planted that belief in my head of encouragement of, like, don't be a, don't feel that you can't or that she's higher than you. Like you can do this. So that's how clear audience information will come in. Another really fun story with that was, um, I got a new car, my super adorable little white sports car. I call her (laughs) sports car anyways. And, but she was new and I was, I was driving. It was a little bit later at night and I heard the same voice say, turn on your lights. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like my lights are on, like it should be automatic. And then I realized that they weren't on. So I turned them on and just two, like, maybe it felt like two seconds, but maybe it was like two minutes later, I, I drive by a cop and I'm like, thank you. Yeah. And it happened yeah. another time when I was driving, I didn't have my lights on. It was late at night. I just didn't realize cause they had the overhead lights and a guy almost pulled out in front of me and the light told me, or the voice told me or the light. Yeah. He's like, turn on your lights. And I was like, what are you talking about? And thank goodness I turned them on in time. Mm-hmm. And so that's how clear audience will happen. Um, some people they'll say, I will hear an outside voice. Yeah. And then there's um, clairsentience, and that's the ability to, to feel information, which is you might walk into a room and you're like, ooh, I don't know why, like something feels off. Mm-hmm. Or you'll walk into a beautiful gym, <laughs> like the valley, and you're like, wow, it feels so good, it feels safe. Mm-hmm. And so that is um, a psychic gift that we have as well to protect us, you know, yeah. and to help us tune into our intuition of what is the right decision, maybe what is a decision we don't want to take. Um, then there's claircognizance, which is the no knowing and you'll say you know I feel like I just need to take the back way today I don't know why but I I just I need to and thank goodness you did because you avoided that car accident Mm -hmm. right so it's the divine knowing and I have this one a lot when it comes to my business where I'm like I don't know why but I need to launch this now or I don't know why I need to call this person Mm -hmm. or I need to do this podcast (laughs) whatever it is so there's a clear cognizance um and then there's clear olfaction um oh did we talk about this one yes is that the smell one yeah oh yes you did tell me this one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh which is really interesting um and I do have this one I'm grateful but sometimes I wish I didn't (laughs) yeah 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 what will happen is when I'm around um, people who are really releasing so imagine if you go to a conference or something and they're having these breakthroughs and they're just like letting go of all this trapped emotion (laughs) and suppressed energy right Uh, it sometimes will smell like poop like or I'll smell like vomit and no one else can smell it but psychically it's the energetic debris of people really releasing like fermented information you know an energy that's in their space and it's Mm -hmm. like good one better out than in (laughs) (laughs) good work guys Um, good job glad you all just yeah Yeah, and it's something at first it really you know can anyone else smell that and then I'm embarrassed you know because because I'm I'm the only one that can smell it um (laughs) and then there's like the taste and I forgot exactly what this one is called um because it's not as common um but I do have this one too and it's where you can just taste psychic energy so Mm. I like won't go to haunted houses I don't do any of that because um if I if I go into a place and someone has been murdered like I can sometimes taste uh metal for example Mm. if it's like a bullet Mm-hmm. or I could taste blood or I, you can just taste it. Um, when I was doing, ener- when I do energy work with certain people, I will sometimes get a metallic, uh, taste in my mouth. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, we're working with some heavy, heavy metals. We should probably do a detox for that. Um, 
So yeah, it gets interesting. One that always shows up too is I've had it before where I walked into a place and I felt my neck get really tight. Oh. And I was like, I know for a fact that someone was hung, you know, in this space because clairsentiently, that was like my yeah. feeling. That's how it'll show up. Um, so curious to all the listeners, you know, to comment, you know, yeah. or connect with me, connect with any of us to see what are your psychic gateways because it's, it's weird if we make it weird. It's really not. It's normal. Mm-hmm. It is totally normal to have these gifts. Yeah, well, and I think you, you do see that too. Like people who have like, who are not at all like involved in Katie and I always call it the woo woo. Um, <laughs> yeah, or I do. <laughs> I do when I talk to Katie. Um, but like people who aren't who aren't involved or aren't like in super that deep space, in it. right? Or yeah. super deep that they they will recall having those experiences regardless of whether or not they identified in that way mm-hmm. or not. That I agree. I do think it is very normal, and just that we don't tend to identify it yes and unless we also, we're looking for it yeah and we also put it in the category of sometimes taboo right because mm-hmm. here's the truth like I said you can go too far in any direction right. with of anything course. that you do right yeah. like even fitness you yes. have like there's lots of different directions we can go with exactly. that and so I understand and that's why I no longer really associate myself with the word psychic because right. of the association with it you know like I used to you know be the psychic life coach and that's what I do but there's this association with like witchcraft and yes. like going crazy yeah. and calling an evil spirits and it's mm-hmm. like no we're humans in a human world in a 3d world you know right. like this is very real we can look at it from a practical experience but yes have people gone mad and totally off the deep end? Yes. Do people not use it for good? Yes. It's just like a knife, right? Like a knife is a wonderful tool if you want to carve a turkey for Thanksgiving dinner or you want to cut a cake. But you could also use that same knife to murder somebody, right? It's not the knife's fault. You know, your psychic gifts, it's not your fault. It's how we choose to see it, perceive it, and use it. So it really is a gift. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. great. That yeah, and great. I think what's interesting when you talk to other people about experiences they've had, I've talked to a lot of people who have had kind of like your story with the bunny, with your little <laughs> bunny. A lot of people have these experiences as kids because kids are so open and they're not thinking about whether it's taboo or not or what mm-hmm, someone's going right. to think of them. And then as we get older, we kind of suppress our gifts and mm-hmm, lose mm-hmm. touch with them a little bit. But yeah, I think especially in childhood, we're so open and there's so much of that there. And then over time, it kind of leaves us a little bit or we suppress it, I guess would be a better way to put it. Yes. And speaking of suppressing, right, this is how I love that this podcast is really tying in together because we were free, then we suppressed. Yeah. We were free and then other people's energies and belief system came into our space and then we believed it to be our own. Yeah. And this is 2020 is the year again where everything is being shaken up like a giant snow globe, right? So we can flush it out. We can flush mm-hmm. out those beliefs that don't serve us, the energies that have been holding us captive. We can release those. So now we can mm-hmm. operate from that healed space and this is time for us to rediscover our gift clear out that stuff so we can be that open child that we once were because that's our truth you know and that's what I believe now we have responsibility and all the things but we can do it with grace you know we can do it with celebrating ourselves Mm -hmm. you know rather than trying to be who we're not because that's who we're told to be I I love that I think so many people have forgotten how to dream and to see what's possible for themselves and even just shifting for that reason I Mm -hmm. think it can be so powerful Mm -hmm. and another thing I love on that note which is so incredibly powerful is that your dream I do call us like you have a god-sized dream on your heart for a reason Mm -hmm. and I use God, angels, guides, universe, whatever feels, you know, best and aligned for you as I share that. 
but you have that dream on your heart for a reason and nothing is impossible. Like again, going back to pagers and flip phones and VHS, <laughs> right? Like if somebody would have said that we're going to have an entire phone on our, you know, watch, we would have said, no way. That's Absolutely. not true. There's no way that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but it can if, because somebody dreamed it. Absolutely. So for us, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been able to blow a manifestation is something that I, um, like again, specialize in. I mentor women around the world because yeah. We're only limited by what we believe because what we believe about a reality is ultimately true. So nothing is, <laughs> nothing is impossible. Nothing, yeah, nothing's off the, off the table. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I love that. And that's such a great yeah. point. How many points in history have there been where things that we've been up to now would have seemed crazy? Like even an airplane oh at some point would have been like, mm-hmm. what the heck are you talking about? People are going to fly in the sky like birds. That's never going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you want to say something? No. I just wanted to, to shift a little bit because you do work so much with female entrepreneurs and that, that is one of the topics we like to delve into. Do you have just kind of a few top tips for female entrepreneurs in terms of them starting to shift their mindsets and work with maybe some beliefs that are holding them back? Oh, yeah. Ashley Amadze on Instagram and on the Facebook. I'm like, first of all, connect with me um, for sure. Whether it's Instagram, I do daily tips on there. I also have um, the Mediocre to Magical Academy where I do video trainings two days a week. Um, right now I'm doing a money manifestation series. And it's all about opening up our consciousness and releasing the blocks so that way we can call in the abundance. Um, and also on all my social media platforms, I have... I'm speaking all over <laughs> the world, all the things, sharing um, as much valuable free content as I can. Um, and I think that's step one, right, is find someone that you resonate with. So if you guys do resonate with this, I'd love to get to know you. Please get in my DMs because I want to know you guys personally. Um, but find somebody that you resonate with and listen to their content and see what is true for you, right? Like anything I say Maybe 100% of it resonates, maybe 2% of it does, but take what resonates with you and then find your truth with that. Yeah. And that is taking radical responsibility mm-hmm. for you know our future, our belief. Um, so let's say number one, finding someone to connect with and then also finding someone else who can believe in you because that has been the secret to my success coming from a place of trauma and a lot of abandonment. And uh, you know I've been on my own since I was 17 and I had my own mom tell me, you're not the daughter I deserve and I want you to leave. And wow. um, my my dad and my stepmother, they left me on the doorstep of my friend's house when I was in high school. And they said, you can't come home here, you're two boxes. And so I came from a place where I was rejected and I carried that into my adult life. And um, you know, a lot of people are carrying that trauma in a different way, uh, but I, I didn't believe in myself. My, I wasn't good enough to even be a daughter you know, yeah. and when I found a community of women who looked me in the eye and they, you know, heard me when I was talking and they mm-hmm. hugged me with their whole heart and they said, you can do great things. And I did, or I said something and they're like, wow, that was amazing. And I was like, it was mm-hmm. because I'd never really been told that I found these people who believed in me so much and I borrowed their belief until I was strong enough to carry my own. That's beautiful. beautiful. Thank you. And then now that's what I do for other people. You know, with my clairvoyance is tell me your dreams and let's expand them. Expand them so they're so crystal clear that now you know exactly the direction that you're moving in and the exact steps that you need to take to make that your reality. It's Mm -hmm. really pay it forward. And that's my journey, but it's also what other people get to do. Find someone who believes in you and, and borrow their belief until you're strong enough to carry your own because 
it's everything is about belief. That's what it is. And it, everything is an illusion too. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And I, you know, as women, when we support each other in that way, we're so powerful yet. I so often see women tearing each other down and mm-hmm. I just wish that more women realize that when we show up for each other and we cheer mm-hmm. each other on, it just creates the most beautiful yeah. results for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. So. And I think that does tie in too with dealing with your traumas and dealing with your energy and if you're mm-hmm. if you are holding on to a lot of that trapped energy and like holding on to your trauma then it's going to be very hard to connect with other women yes. because you're not going to be seeing it through that love you're going yeah. to feel threatened and inadequate and yes. fear you're going to be comparing and right getting caught in that absolutely yeah. yeah so I think yeah worth noting that as you go on that journey dealing with dealing with your stuff too yeah and even now right like I'm very uh conscious and aware of this but even now if I notice someone and um we should be able to I talk about this in my trainings about going on a rampage of love when it comes to manifestation right where you're like driving in the car and you're like hey you carrying your groceries on the side of the street I hope you feel strong today (laughs) you know and like and you're beautiful and you're cool and like I'll see somebody in the bathroom like hey I love your hair I love your purse you know pursues open up the door for me I'm like Mm -hmm. thanks I really appreciate it like this rampage of love but sometimes what we'll do is we feel like we can love everybody except for that one person yeah you know we can love everybody except for Mm -hmm. her and whenever we notice that we have that one person or that two two people Mm -hmm. that we can't love we need to ask ourselves what aspect do we need to heal in order to move through this like how is this a mirror for ourselves Mm -hmm. so I love how you mentioned that Stacey because that is how we are going to identify our blocks yeah I love that I think that's a really good point I think that that's very much something we as women do is we we do have that like that like one or two were small handful of like oh accept these people yeah yeah you know and I think it is so true when we can get to that point where we're like no I do like I do love you and I appreciate who you are regardless of the fact that you're not for me Mm -hmm. right like you're not like you're not gonna still be in my space but I I, like I can see your value and I and I want the best for you Mm -hmm. and I hope that that you can rather than seeing like wow they hurt me that's bad like they're bad rather it's like wow, they're hanging on to so much yes. that is like, that they like need to process or like they're hurting. And when you can see it from that perspective of like, that is when you're right, like that you're moving through, that you're no longer just like, oh, this handful's bad. It's yeah. seeing it through compassion. Right. right. Through the eyes of compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My mantra that it's inspired by Rumi, but I feel like I could get this tattooed yeah. <laughs> is the light in you is all I see and I will meet you there. Because Mm. even the worst, the people who have done like the worst things, like mass killings and murders, at one point, they were a little child. Mm -hmm. They were a child who didn't have the love, most likely, that they needed or deserved or their direction. Mm -hmm. And so everyone is our brother and sister. And everybody was a three-year-old child once who threw a tantrum because their feelings got hurt. And now they're doing that on an adult level and they're taking it to adult level things like guns, right? right? So if we can shrink people down, not in an ego way, but in an honoring way of like, the light in you is all I see. And we can have differences and, you know, maybe you're not my my vibe, right? Maybe that person has a lot of healing to do. That's okay, but the and the light in you is all I see, and I'm gonna meet you there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the best thing that we can do to rise above some of the really awful, toxic, negative, painful things that right. you know we experience in this world, and and some of the people who are really hurtful and poison. They spit poison, you mm-hmm. know, into our social media feeds or right. into our heart, uh-huh. right? Um, 
the light in you is all I all I can see, all I um, see, and I'll meet you there. But also, what happens when that poison gets in our space? Mm -hmm. We have a choice. Here's another exercise. We have a choice to take that in or to let it go. And so the exercise of return to sender is inspired by Glennon Doyle and her book, Untamed. Highly recommend, <laughs> life-changing, like best book ever. Um, but she says, you know, if you have a package, it arrives to your door. And that package is that evil thing that somebody just said about you mm -hmm. or that hurtful thing. And you have the choice, you know, to open it up and say what's inside or you can return it to sender. So if we don't accept something to be true for us, then it's not true. We don't have to heal from it. Um, and I'll share an example about that. But you can accept it and say, I guess this is mine. I guess maybe what that mean person said that I'm not pretty enough or smart enough or whatever I'm yeah. enough, that maybe that's true for me. Or you can return it and say, no, thank you. It's out of my space. Or you can exchange mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. and say, I'm going to open this up and see what is true of this that I can take mm -hmm. and what other part do I want to exchange. Mm -hmm. So accept return or exchange and you always have that option for anything that's going to come into our energetic space mm -hmm. and we have the choice to release it too which we talked about those tips as well yeah mm -hmm. that's perfect. Yeah, I love that I feel like we could talk to you for hours we should have you it's back very true. sometime soon <laughs> Anytime. to talk about <laughs> some more of this but um we usually like to end by actually asking what your mantra is, which you already gave to us, which is beautiful. So we'll ask our other wrap-up question, which is, we just want to know about a time that was particularly empowering for you. Mm-hmm. So many moments. Mm -hmm. You know what? I would say one of my most empowering, also rock-bottom moments mm. uh, was... I feel like they're often one and the same. Yeah. <laughs> right? Really yeah. Um, was when I became a single mom. And mm -hmm. I could have made the choice to stay in an unhealthy relationship mm -hmm. um, where I was abandoning myself. And I could have done that because as women, we are taught, you know, have the perfect family and the perfect this, perfect that. Mm -hmm. uh, but instead, I made a decision. And it was the best decision that I ever could have made. It was also a scary one because I didn't oh, yeah. have family to fall back on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I couldn't move because you know custody things and so I decided to be a single mom and I went from having this my previous budding career was at a flight attendant as a flight attendant for private corporate jets you know traveling millionaires around the world living this beautiful luxurious life and I suddenly became pregnant and to a guy that I barely knew out of state <laughs> and yeah. so everything happened really fast and so it was very empowering although rock bottom, um, to become yeah. a single mom and go from this abundant lifestyle to now I'm broke because I invested everything that I had in that relationship mm -hmm. and I'm alone mm -hmm. and I have postpartum depression Ugh. and my body is radically different than what it was right. and now where do I go from here? Yeah. And I, the empowering aspect was that I can rebuild. It is safe mm -hmm. for me to rebuild. The wait is over, my time is now, and if other people are abundant, then I can do it too. Mm -hmm. God, angels, guides, universe, I don't know how, I don't know where or why, but I know that there is a way, and please show me how to do this, and I promise you I'll show the world. Now we're here. Was that your prayer? It was my prayer. It was mm -hmm. sobbing into a steering wheel. Oh. Sobbing to a steering wheel outside of Save Mart. I actually wrote a book about this. Or I have a chapter about it. It's called She is Magic 2, um, where I talk about that and the manifestation steps that yeah. I took to get from that moment 
sobbing so hard into the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. The people who were collecting the carts are all, you know, I was like, please don't <laughs> see me. Yeah. Yeah. But it was also an empowering moment because I got mm-hmm. to take, I got to make that choice. Right. Nobody could take it away from me. Mm-hmm. And um, one foot in front of the other. That's and great. And I love that because now here you are helping yeah. others do the same thing. Like that's what's so beautiful about Paying it. Is, it forward, like you yeah. said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Ashley, for everything you've shared today. This has been great. I think yeah. we both really enjoyed it. And yeah. we're sure all the listeners it's been did fun. too. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk more after we stop recording anyway. But yeah. before we sign off, um, can you just tell our listeners how they can find you? Yeah. So Ashley Amudzai, I'm the only one so far. So, <laughs> so you can Yay. just Google me. You'll find all of the things. But definitely on Instagram um, and then also on Facebook. I would say start with Instagram. Send me a DM. That's really important um, to me to connect with my audience because mm-hmm. as listeners you're not just a body mm-hmm. <laughs> you are a human being with massive purpose and if I can support you and in, or inspire you in some way to get you from where you are to the next level and beyond and beyond and if I could be the person that can believe in you and you can borrow that belief until you're strong enough to carry it your own um, whatever that looks like that is my greatest honor so please connect with me um, that is like what lights me up <laughs> fabulous cool and we'll put that in the show notes too so your instagram and your facebook yay cool. thank you and do it guys send her a dm tell her tell her your thing say hey introduce yourself us too honestly we love hearing from you guys too so don't hesitate to reach out we dig it <laughs> so love it. wonderful well this was awesome thank you both so much katie it's always so wonderful having you thanks for letting me be here you're the best <laughs> cool Alrighty, well, listeners, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. See ya.